All right. Well, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller. So glad to have everyone here on our Monday morning tribe call. It is Monday. Uh, what day is it today? April 10th. Wow, April 10th already. I feel like this year is flying by. But what a beautiful year it's been already, and I'm so glad to have every one of you on the call. Um, this is uh, the call that we do every single week for our tribe. If you're brand new to the tribe, welcome. Uh, make sure you bookmark this date and time. This Monday at 10 a.m. every single Monday morning. It's a great way to get your week started. Uh, we talk about manifestation, belief breakthrough, how to really create the life that you're looking for. And uh, you know, if I if if you've got any friends or family that um, don't know quite what this is all about, but would like to get a sneak peek, this is a great way also to to give them a little bit more information as to what it is that we do here and what belief breakthrough is all about. So. I know I've got uh, our, our two different people here on the call right now. We've got Chris Crum. Chris, are you there? I sure am. Awesome. We've got uh, Josh Miller as well. Josh, you there? Yes, I am. Fantastic. Great to have you both on the call. And I know, Chris, that you had some announcements before we really kind of jump in. So uh, I'll let you kind of take it away with some announcements. Hey, Stephen, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, I, I just want to start by telling everyone on the line right now, um, thank you for participating in Limitless. Thank you for being who you are. Um, you matter so much to this movement, and creating a world where we get to break through our limitations, um, it absolutely creates one of the best worlds possible. I feel so much joy and gratitude in my life right now because of what's happened in my connection with my wife, Colleen, all from Breakthrough. In, in fact, since we started Limitless a year and a half ago, our lives have changed so dramatically. It is amazing to be able to process and feel so much joy. And I just think to myself, wow, helping, helping manifest a world where people know how to take responsibility and step into the power of choice, so much of what you know, Josh is going to be talking about in entrepreneurship is just something I'm really deeply grateful to each of you for. We do have our April uh, three-day Limitless coming up, um, the 26th through the 28th. And um, there's an extra special bonus that um, we're just releasing. You're the first people to hear about it right now. Um, first of all, before I share that, um, many of you know that we have anyone that's entering the event at $99, even if they bought a discount ticket from you, um, if they bought it to you for $99, anyone who's $99 in at the event, they're going to be getting VIP for free. Uh, so the $149, the $99 for their spouse, it will all be waived. And what will happen there on their $99 ticket is they get all the benefits, but they're going to get three things. The first one is they're going to get Mary Ann's uh, VIP training on how to become a six-figure mentor. Um, I have my friend and mentor Jamie coming who's going to be doing a very special bonus and huge giveaway on doing a sexual reset in your marriage, which is how to step into far deeper intimacy, something that runs deeper than sexual intimacy. And um, that program I know has created a stir um, put a frown on a few faces, I'm sure, because people don't like that word sex. But the reality is it's, a, it, it's, it's so elementally crucial to a successful and happy marriage. And so you know what? We're, we're saying the bold things and doing the bold things, and, and we've, we've, uh, we, we've got a really beautiful God-centered approach of how we're going to be sharing that. I'm very excited about that. Um, Jamie's giving away – I mean, Clint and I paid $1,000 for that program. She's giving it away for free to everyone who attends. Um, very, very grateful that she's doing that. Some of the people you know and need to get there. And, and by the way, it's not for people with sex problems. It's for people that are married. If you're married, then intimacy for most of us is something that we really need to work on, and that's what she's going to be doing. And it's beautiful. The program's amazing. 
Um, and then here's the final announcement. Um, this one is actually happening a little off the cuff, off the hip, because I have a very limited quantity of it. But some of you know that our emeritus guardian angel, Tricia Dixon, is huge in the health business industry right now. And um, she has agreed to give away something truly amazing. The next 50 people that um, move a $99 limitless ticket or purchase one themselves, she's going to be giving her entire um, health and fitness accountability program away for free, which involves private accountability and mentoring with her. She's got the most amazing track record on getting people thin and healthy. And um, because we haven't released this in any official way, what I'm going to do is I'm just, once you have moved the $99 ticket, um, once that has been processed and has gone through, um, all you need to do is um, is send me an email at chris.crone at limitlessmentor.com, and I'm going to send you right over to Tricia Dixon, and she's going to start doing that health accountability program with you. Um, she's amazing at it. And so, by the way, if you have any type of health and fitness goal whatsoever, and you have not found a way to get there, I'm just going to tell you right now, Tricia may be the thing that you try that actually gets you over the hump because she's done it for so many of my friends. Um, I actually did some mentoring with her on this, um, and she's just absolutely brilliant in the approach that she takes. So if you're interested in, in being one of the 50 people that get to mentor free with Tricia, it's, it, it is a first come, first serve. I apologize about that. But uh, move a $99 ticket, send me an email, chris.crone at limitlessmentor.com, and I will immediately get you over to Tricia, and she will start mentoring with you uh, on your health and fitness goals. There's no cost to doing it. She'll help you get there. Other than that, Stephen, um, you know, we've got great bonuses for April. Really excited about all of that. And uh, the only other thing that I want to share is I'm just I'm excited to see how many of our leaders are, are succeeding financially right now and stepping into such incredible growth. And um, it's so fun to see people bloom and blossom in their limitless lives. It's a, it's a thrill to see people growing in their marriages and in their, and in their physique and, and in their relationships and in their finances and their personal power. So thank you for joining us on today's call. Super excited about Josh Miller. This kid was an entrepreneur, I think, at the age of, of, of what was it, 15 or 16, Josh? You had 13 employees working for you, and you've, been, you've more or less been an entrepreneur ever since, right? Yeah, it was 13 when I started my first company. So 13 with 13 employees? Uh, I had I had multiple. I think I had four employees. But oh, I uh, I was so young I couldn't start one on my own, so I had to borrow my mom's social to register my first company. Kind I of funny. Love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so excited for what you're going to be teaching us today. I know, I know Stephen has some, some really great questions. He wants to ask you about the three essential elements in the mindset of an entrepreneur. And, you know, the fact that you're in your mid-20s and, um, and, you know, have been years without a job, haven't needed one, um, the mindset you've shared with me, it is really, really crucial. I'm excited we all have a chance to learn from you today. So thank you for being on the line. And, and Stephen, I'll let you and Josh take it away. Awesome. Appreciate that, Chris. Thank you so much. And, just to reiterate, everyone, if you haven't already gotten your tickets for Limitless, it's coming up. It's not far off uh, the 26th, 27th, and 28th of this month uh, here at the Utah Valley Convention Center in Utah County. So love to have all of you there. Make sure you get your tickets, get registered, and uh, let's, let's grow this. Now, Josh, before I jump in, I mean, really, today's call is all about entrepreneurship. It's developing your inner entrepreneur for success. It's, it's getting out of the rat race. And, you know, I love the conversation 
all around entrepreneurship. It's actually been one of my favorite conversations for, for many years. Um, many of you know that I love to read, and one of my favorite books uh, that I've read probably of all time, actually two of my favorite books, are uh, 1776 and John Adams. And I've talked about them a couple times, I think, on various different calls, tribe calls and whatnot. Uh, but one of the things I love about both of those books, although they're talking about the founding of, of America and uh, you know, what it means to be free and liberty and all those different amazing principles and ideas, really what the book was about for me was a look inside of the mind of an entrepreneur. And, you know, John Adams was a lawyer. Uh, he was one of the greatest orators of his day, one of the greatest lawyers of his day. And a lot of it was because he, um, he found his true passion and he dug in and he got to work and he learned everything that he could about it. And, and this idea of entrepreneurship, isn't, it's not a new idea. I mean, this idea has been around forever. Uh, our, our country was founded on principles of successful entrepreneurship and individuals who knew who they were and understood how to bring value to the table. And, and Josh, you're really no different in, in my mind. You're also uh, just a, a fantastic individual. For those of you that don't know Josh yet, Josh is a member of our inner circle, a member of our Mentor Maker program. He's developing Limitless for Washington State. He's bringing Limitless out to Washington State. Uh, and uh, it absolutely has just seen some amazing success as an entrepreneur from a very young age. So, Josh, I think I'm just going to jump in a little bit here. And um, what what kind of got you motivated and moving at the age of 13 to start your own business? Well, at at 13, I I grew up just always working. My uh, my family had their own businesses, so when I was eight years old, I was doing odd tasks on different job sites, earning money, and I I really liked that. I really liked being self-sustaining and being uh, having that feel of abundance. And uh, I realized as a 13-year-old that I wasn't super employable in the workplace because in most places it's illegal. So I said, well, I know someone no who can always employ me. Nobody wanted to give you a full-time job at 13. What's, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. I know. It was crazy. <laughs> they uh, they said a resume on a post-it note. What are you talking about, kid? Um, so I, I said there's got to be a solution. So I looked at what my skills were, and I said, you know what? I am super good at cleaning up construction sites because that's what I've been doing since I was eight. So I went around and talked to a bunch of the local contractors and bid to do their cleanup work. And uh, so I, I was out bidding against other contractors, winning these bids, uh, and then I was hiring, hiring employees to fulfill on it. And it was just so satisfying to see the product of my effort creating something, not to mention... I was one of the richest 13-year-olds on the block because I was the only one that had a company. That's awesome. So, you know, being an entrepreneur, it takes a very, in my mind, a specific mindset. It, it takes uh, really a, a way that you have to get out there and, and attack every single day. Can you talk a little bit about what your mindset is um, going into each day as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. Yeah, mindset is, is huge. I mean, that's why we, why we participate in Limitless. That's why we gather the way that we do. Um, as an entrepreneur, it's just a little different, which is something I didn't figure out until actually uh, I was, it was about 22 when it really clicked for me, uh, which is when Amanda and I decided that we were going to 
quit our jobs and focus on our company full time. And the mindset that we we figured out was when we go to work in the morning, the decisions that we're making, we have to be willing to lose everything that we have in order to gain the success that we want. And when you first think that, it sounds counterintuitive that to be successful, I have to be willing to lose everything. But entrepreneurs who just dabble, who don't take the big risks, who don't take the big jumps, are never going to see the big success. So the minute that we decided we are absolutely okay losing everything because we're here for the lessons, we're here for the learning, we're here to know what systems we need to put in place to be successful. Because with that, as I mean, we've heard Chris say it a hundred times, if he lost everything today, he'd build it back in two months because he has the systems. He knows what he's doing. And the same thing is true of any successful entrepreneur. We go into every day knowing that we could make a decision today that causes everything to go away because we're taking those big risks. But in doing that, that's setting us up for the success. And if it isn't success in this current venture, hey, that's okay. We'll take the lessons we learned today and apply them to whatever we do next. And uh, I want to also reiterate in that mindset training uh, what you were saying about reading good books. That, That really is what helped set me up with that because the entrepreneurial spirit, the message of entrepreneurs isn't something that's new. I'm not going to share anything with you today that's like, oh, that's groundbreaking. Uh, because it's stuff that we've we've heard time and time again. It just has to sink in. It has to become part of you. And they uh, they say the average person reads, I think, one book a year. Uh, the average entrepreneur is reading one book a month, but someone who is uber successful is reading multiple books every single week because they're constantly drawing on that knowledge, getting those ideas. And as their paradigm shifts, they gather new information even from rereading the same books over and over again. Uh, so I just want to, Stephen, that, that was such an incredible point and, and so important on your journey as an entrepreneur. It's finding that good information to store Absolutely. In. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think uh, the, the mindset heading in, I like what you said about um, you know, getting into it as though or, or being okay with losing it all. Now, I, I want to, again, kind of touch on that. You, you, you went into it a bit. This isn't to say that you're going into it thinking that you're going to lose everything, obviously. Um, yeah. It, it's the concept of burning your bridges. And, you know, if you've all read Thinking Grow Rich, or those of you that have, you know, there's a story about the Vikings, or I can't remember all the details now. It's been a little bit since I've read that specific portion. But he talks about they're going in and, and they're, they're landing on the shore, and the captain of, you know, this, this army basically says, hey, we're going we're gonna to burn our bridges. We're either going to win or we're going to die trying. And it, I think that's the attitude of, of the entrepreneur in what you're talking about, the mindset, it's you're, you're, going, you're going into it without giving yourself an out. You're going exactly. into it, you're, you're burning the bridge, you're burning the ships, so that uh, there's, there's a true uh, desire. There's a real reason why you've got to succeed. It's not just, oh, maybe we'll try this thing out. You know, if it works, great. But if it doesn't, oh, well, right? That, that's not the attitude. The attitude is, we're going to dive in this, and we're going to make this happen no matter what. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I choose a direction, go in it, dedicate 100%, and succeed or learn. <laughs> but whatever you're doing, go 100% in that direction. I, I love it. So in this process, I mean, as an entrepreneur, there are so many different decisions to make. And obviously every, every company 
that you want to start or do or any product you want to sell, it all comes with its own specific set of decisions that have to be made. And I think this is one thing that separates really great entrepreneurs from those who are maybe just dabbling is they learn how to make, um, how to make decisions. So h- how many decisions would you say that you make each day? And how does that uh, really help to move your business forward? Uh, each day, I would say critical business directing decisions, I'm making 15 to 30 a day. Uh, and with that, that, that's what creates progress. Uh, I see so much with when, when I'm mentoring with people who are looking to start a business or looking to improve their business because they're stuck somewhere, uh, I find that they are stuck because they're considering every bit of every piece of data that they have for their business, and they, they get what I call analysis paralysis. And they, they're just not creating any motion because they're stuck in looking at what the best outcome is going to be. But when you're stuck in that, you're not getting any outcome. So that's never going to be the best outcome. You want to make decisions quickly. The more decisions you make, the quicker you make them, the more success you'll see. And when I say that, it doesn't mean that every decision is going to be 100% perfect. But as you make more and more and more, and they're, they're quick, small decisions, you're going to get where you're going, even if you waver a little bit on the way there, because you're moving forward the whole time. Uh, I, uh, I read uh, the book Originals by Adam Grant, and he, in there he talked about some of the great music composers and great artists and really what separates a master from someone who is just a recreational artist or a recreational musician is the mass of what they do. So a, a composer that composes 15,000 pieces of music, we probably won't hear any of them except for 30 of them that become the great ones. But it's after you've done the 12,000 before that you start to create the great works of art. The same thing happens with the decision-making process. After you make a million decisions, you start to understand your decision-making process, decide or know how those decisions are going to affect your company and how they're going to affect your clients. And that's when your decisions really start to become refined and you start to make them accurately and quickly and all of them go in the correct direction for the most part. Um, and so really just making a a bunch of decisions as quick as you can is how you're going to know what is going to be the most successful. And what I found in that as well is that my company is going to either succeed or fail. I can take a long time for it to do either of those or I can do it quickly. And by making a lot of decisions quickly, I get to the outcome faster so that I can either move on or celebrate. I love this conversation. And you know, Indecision breeds inaction, and if you're not moving, if you're not doing anything, obviously nothing's getting done. Um, that's, that's, I think, one of the, the biggest mis- misconceptions in business, and I, I love that we're talking about this here because I think you know, most people, they love to do all the research, you know, and uh, especially if you've never been an entrepreneur before and you're just kind of stepping into the space, you know, then you're probably making decisions based on your own past experiences, based on experiences of others that you've seen, uh, maybe there's some trepidation because you've seen some failures, we've seen other people have failures. And so the tendency is to just do a lot, a lot of research and keep on researching and keep on this analysis paralysis you're talking about. 
where you just keep on gathering information, gathering information, but, but, but you haven't made any decisions yet. You haven't really said, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do today, and this is what I'm going to do today. So that indecision breeds inaction, which just keeps you stagnant and not moving forward. And um, you know, I think uh, the fear of being able to do it, or maybe even looking at a certain task in the wrong way. I, I, um, years ago, I came across a story um, and this is when I was in Germany, actually. I came across a story called uh, Pushing Against the Boulder, I think is what the translation would be, something like that. And it tells of this man who you know, was, was asked to, to push against this boulder. And every single day, all day long, he would push and push and push and push, and with no avail. I mean, this boulder was humongous, and it was way too big for him to move in his current state. And so every day, he'd get back to work, and he'd push at it, push at it, sweat, toil, fret, I mean, you know, just all of his effort pushing against this boulder. But the neat thing is, the, the, the story, I guess, the lesson here is, he didn't look at the boulder and just say, oh, there's absolutely no way I can do it. He said, my goal is to move this boulder, this is what I'm looking to do, so I just need to push. I've, I've got to get out of it. He didn't study necessarily the very best ways to, to you know, to move it or where to push it. He just got, got to work. And in the process, you know, obviously, he learned some things. He grew. He changed. But at the end of it, you know, he, he was kind of getting a little frustrated. Like, man, I here I am. I'm pushing against this boulder day in and day out, and I haven't moved it. At least, you know, I, I haven't created what I want. And uh, you know, his his boss, or in the story, I think it was God, basically said, "Hey, um, look at yourself." You know, and over the years of every day toiling and pushing against this boulder, he had become this like massive, ripped, strong individual. Uh, you know that could do so many other things as well along the way, and and uh, he couldn't see it because you know he was so focused on on what he what he hadn't been able to do. Yet, as that entrepreneur spirit, he went forward and he was making the choices and he was doing the work and he was taking the action, and the and and the change did happen. The growth did happen, which which again that that only comes as we're willing to step outside of ourselves and to get out of that indecision to make more decisions, get out in action and start acting, which then will bring about exactly what, what we're looking for. So Yeah, exactly. All right, so that, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's not something you're going to be perfect at immediately either because things come up, like for, for us, launching some of our products on Amazon. It's such a big beast. I wanted to research it and look at it. But... I finally reached a point and had that aha where it's like, I've just got to launch it and that's how I'm going to learn how it works. So yeah. I, it's not, I mean, I've made thousands and thousands of decisions, but sometimes I still get hung up. So that's another important thing is don't beat yourself up. If you get stuck in something you've been stuck in before, just learn, yeah. move forward and go. I love that. So uh, starting a new business, being an entrepreneur, you're looking for customers, clients, um, you know, buyers kind of thing. How do you, how do you separate? How do you identify your, your customers from your non-buyers? So this, this is one of my keys. This is something that I train people on all the time. You are never going to know which people are going to be your best clients until you start finding clients. A lot of people will say, oh, you know, I know that this demographic doesn't have money. I know that these people don't necessarily want this. And they make the decision for their clients without ever giving them the opportunity. So for me, I, I do obviously do my market research, find out where my demographics sit best, but then 
allow the client to make the decision whether they're going to buy, whether they're going to subscribe, whether they're going to come for your services, whatever it is that you're doing, don't pre-qualify them. Don't, don't judge them and say, oh, I'm not going to offer this because they can't for this reason, they can't for that reason. It has amazed me over the years how many people – everyone has money to spend. It doesn't matter if they're on welfare or if they're living in a penthouse. They have money to spend on stuff because that, that just is out there. What they spend it on is up to them. And so by bringing value to the marketplace, getting it to a place where people can find it, and then allowing customers to come in from all sorts of different sources, all sorts of different demographics, without pushing people away by saying, oh, I don't think they're going to be qualified. That, that's where I've seen the most success, by allowing my clients to come find me because I'm bringing that value into the world. And that, I, I think, is one of the best lessons that I've learned because I, for so long I was chasing my ideal client. Again, I was, I was thinking about it. I was looking. I was analyzing, saying, where am I going to find these people? But then I just started bringing that value, like it's talked about at Limitless. Bring the value, and then the clients will come because they'll find you. You'll be there when they're ready. I love that. Now, I know that uh, a lot of these principles, obviously, that you use with your other companies and your other businesses and products that you sell and all those different things, you also uh, have been able to apply to Limitless, which is one of the reasons why you're kind of leading the charge in, in bringing Limitless out to Washington State, which, you know, that's, that's, we're super excited about that. It's awesome. So how do, how, do, how do we apply what we're talking about here? We're talking about identifying your customers from your non-buyers and, you know, we're, we're talking about maybe maybe not prejudging those up front, but how do you um, how do you convert that and apply that to sharing limitless with with other people? Yeah, absolutely. So so building a brand is just the same as sharing like your favorite movie, um, and and I apply the same same principle to sharing limitless like I would a great book that I've read. Uh, so we we lead with belief breakthrough with people. So we obviously up, up in Washington, there's like six people so far that have been to Limitless and four of them we've brought. Um, and uh, so up here, it's such a fresh market. We introduce people to Limitless by taking them through a belief breakthrough. So they're immediately seeing that value. Then once they've seen that value, we invite them and say, hey, this changed our life. This changed the course of where we're going forever with our family, with our connection, whatever it is that we're focusing on at the time. And we invite them and say, hey, would you come with us to this next one? Would you come out to Utah? And now we have our Super Saturdays going up here. So, hey, come out to our Super Saturday. That's even easier because it's in our state. Um, and then letting them make the decision, allowing them the space to say yes or no without backing down. And that Sometimes it can be awkward, especially if you're, you're dealing with someone who is, is an oracle and they want to really churn it over in their mind. Um, but I literally just wait. So when I extend that invitation and say, hey, will you come with me to April Limitless? And then I allow them space to answer rather than me jumping in and saying, oh, you know, never mind. Sorry, that was awkward that I invited you. Don't, don't back down. It's something that, that you see value in. It's something that has changed your life, so allow them space to decide for it to change theirs. 
and we, we've seen huge success in that. And I love what you're saying there. Silence is one of the least used but most powerful tools in inviting people to anything, giving them that space to think about it, to work on themselves. So often we jump in and we want to just keep on talking. And, you know, we ask them, but then we get uncomfortable that we ask them. And so we, you know, maybe don't say never mind, but we do keep on explaining of why they want to come. And, you know, we start to throw up everything that we can possibly say because we want to convince them that they should. When really... So often, just like you said, just sitting back and allowing them to think, allowing them that silence, giving them the the opportunity to respond, um, is so powerful. When when they see that you're firm in what you just what you just said and what you just asked, and that you don't need to speak it away or you don't need to add to it, but hey, that was powerful enough. I'm just going to let you sit on it. <laughs> I've seen that work so many times, and and it's it's a wonderful wonderful tool to use. Um, talk a little bit more. I, I want to dive a little bit more into this. What are some of the things that you do? Like when you're going to somebody who doesn't know a lot about belief breakthrough, because you, you said you will often, to get them interested in Limitless, you will offer them a belief breakthrough. Can you walk uh, the, the listeners here on the call today, can you walk them through what that may look like? Like how do you even introduce that? How do you get them to even have that first belief breakthrough? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, so I'll, sh- I'll share the two ways that I really share the Limitless movement with people that I've, I've either met and know through other things or that I've never met before. Um, so one of my favorite things to do when I travel, I'm, I'm flying today, so I'm actually really looking forward to doing this. When I have a layover, I look for people in the airport to share the greatness that I see in them with. and. Wow. So I walk up to him and say, hey, uh, I'm part of a mentoring group. As we travel, we love to give people compliments. May I give you a compliment today? And I, I use common language with that because if I was like, hey, can I tell you the greatness I see in you today? That could <laughs> really decrease my, uh, my yes ratio. But I, I get probably 80% of the people that say, sure, yeah. And then I – make eye contact with them, share the greatness that I see in them from intuition. And it amazed me the first time I did it and still amazes me today uh, how many people that I go from complete stranger to love and embrace with in the airports. Um, And it's terrifying. I won't lie. It is something that I, I do it. I love it. It's always enjoyable, but each time it's the ready for the first person to share the greatness with, it's terrifying again because it is so far out of the normal social structure. But it's amazing. The risk brings such great rewards. And then for, uh, for belief breakthrough, that's, that's one that uh, – an example I had the other day. I was in a meeting with my realtor – um, we were talking about I'm, – I'm currently studying for my real estate license because that felt like a good idea the other day. Um, <laughs> and uh, we were sitting in a meeting talking about it. I was kind of getting the details of like, okay, once I get this license, what happens if I just decide that I'm not going to do anything with it except for look at the MLS for investment properties? He said, oh, no big deal. Hang your shingle here. And he said something just about his life um, – 
and about the pressure he was feeling uh, because he, he owns the brokerage and he works like 90 hours a week with clients, so he was feeling like he, he wasn't giving the time to his family that he needed. And I said, you know, I have a technique that I've learned uh, that assists me in changing my perception on events to, to have a better outcome at future events. Uh, it's called Belief Breakthrough. May, may I walk you through one right now? And we, we were in the middle of a business meeting, just he and I sitting there in a conference room, and he said, sure. Uh, and the, sa- the same thing, just like when you invite someone to Limitless, allow them to answer. Uh, because it's when, when we start talking around it, like you said, uh, that's when it gets weird and feels salesy. But if you just extend an invitation, they can say yes or no, and it's not weird. But if you start explaining it away, then it's weird, and they're like, oh, that feels weird. I don't want to do that. Um, but again, just like, like with the greatness I see in you, we see 80, 90% of people that we invite to receive it accept because so many people are ready, ready for change. They just don't know where to find it. They're looking for, for something more in their life. We were. We, even though we retired four years ago, we were just kind of biding time. We weren't, we weren't happy. We weren't living the life that we wanted to. Um, we had space. And uh, Nicole Buchanan was, was giving my wife a massage. And Amanda was talking about what we were experiencing. And Nicole said, hey, just, just like I did with my real estate agent, hey, I have this technique I can do. And she's a friend. So my wife said, sure, of course. And uh, we, then Nicole said, hey, how about you, after the breakthrough, Amanda said, that was cool. What was that? And uh, Nicole said, how about you stay an extra week? We were on a business trip in Utah. She said, stay an extra week and come to, come to Limitless, this uh, three-day seminar. And we said, okay. Um, the second day in, we joined Inner Circle and the real estate community. And then a little bit later, we joined Mentor Maker, just all because we got that genuine invitation after receiving belief breakthrough, and uh, well, that's powerful. Some great Thanks success in that. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And, and you know, I love the tools that you're talking about because this is something that anybody can do. Hey, I'm part of a mentoring group, and we love to go up and compliment each other. Like that's that's so powerful, so simple, and yeah. uh, something that everyone can can really apply. Um, what, what's one step? You know, I want to kind of take it back to entrepreneurship, uh, although it's not that we've been talking about this whole time. But really, um, I just want to. What's one step that someone could take to succeed in their business today, regardless of what their business is? What is one thing that you would suggest to everyone? What's the one step they could take? Do something now. All of us have that next step that we've been thinking about, we've been analyzing, we've been looking at whether it's reading the book on how to do something, whether it's going out and talking to a client, uh, do it now. That, that's, I mean, that, that is the next step is just do it. Um, that's, that's where I've seen so much success is when I've just said, okay, hit the big green button. Let's go now. Um, so that, that's what I'd say. Take, take that next step. Take that jump. And... Keep running with it. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, I think that there's a lot of individuals. Um, again, if you're on this call, then you're part of the tribe. If you're part of the tribe, 
uh, you have an amazing tool available to you that you, you may not even know or maybe you haven't been using, but our tribe page is tremendous. And, you know, I love what you said there, Josh. You said just, just do something. Like just do something right now. Make the choice. Make that decision and then take action right now. And, you know, so often we get in our own way we, as we make those decisions or in the making of even of the decision at times we can uncover a limiting belief, right? I mean, that happens, doesn't it? Yeah, it happens a lot. That's where I find yeah, so, most of my best ones. <laughs> yeah. So, so as we make those decisions and we're, we're, we step forward, then all of a sudden if those limiting beliefs come up, you've got a tool that you can access 24-7 just about, which is the, the tribe page. And ask for a breakthrough. Ask for someone on the tribe page to step up and help you, help you out so that when you're in the mode of taking that action, of doing something now, that you don't get in your way, that you don't stop yourself from doing it. Get through. Break through that limiting belief and then move forward. And, uh, I mean, Josh, how, how often would you say that when you move forward to, to make, when you make a decision, how often would you say that a limiting belief comes up for you? 97% of the time. <laughs> Usually the, the only time that I'm hesitating on something is because I'm running against a limiting belief. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because the faster, the faster I get going, the more decisions I'm making, the quicker I'm going, the faster those beliefs break. So the, the faster I can do the breakthrough and actually the fewer come up because I'm getting into that, that, that mode where I'm working at my highest efficiency, my highest self. And so I'm, I'm not stuck on those limiting beliefs. But yeah, when, whenever I, I get bogged down, it's usually on a limiting belief. Yeah, I love that. Well, what I, I want to do real quick is um, we've got several callers here on the line. I'm going to go ahead and, and turn it to Q&A mode. I, I'd love to hear from you. Josh, if you're okay, just, you know, I'd love to answer a few questions and maybe just step in and, and see what people need in terms of becoming a successful entrepreneur. If you've been trying some things for a while and maybe things just aren't sticking for you or you feel like you're having a rough time making those decisions or whatever it looks like, uh, go ahead and press star six and jump in the queue. Uh, we'd love to, to take a couple questions here uh, from a few of you. So I know we've got some people jumping in right now. We'll go ahead and take the first caller. And uh, let's see here. It's phone number ending in 4070. Who do we have? Was it a 480? Uh, I didn't hear it. Yep, yep, 480. Correct. Yay. This is Bree. Hey, Bree. Arizona. Hey, I'm all right. <laughs> how are you guys? Awesome. Doing very well, thank you. What's thank your question? You, Josh. Good to hear your voice. Um, do you think that sometimes it's better to, if you make a decision, you know, say you're stuck and you're kind of torn between two things. And do you think it's better, I mean, kind of what I'm hearing maybe is it's, it's always better to move even if it ends up maybe not being in the right direction? Absolutely. So, uh, what, what I've found is that when you're in motion, there's a direction you're headed. When you're not in motion, you're always headed backwards. Yeah. So by, by continuing to make decisions, even if it's not, quote, unquote, the correct decision, there's lessons to learn. There's things to apply. There's, there's something to be done there 
Whereas if you just stay stuck, then then you're not getting that. There's there's no benefit to staying stuck. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking we were going to do a breakthrough. <laughs> so I'll check back with you guys, I guess. We absolutely can. No, let's, let's pause here for just a moment. It sounds like this is what you're looking for. So first of all, I want to talk about a couple things uh, before we jump into the breakthrough. Is number one, like uh, this story keeps coming to mind and always comes to mind when I when I think about, you know, should we sit on the on the decision or should we just move forward? Thomas Edison, and you know Thomas Edison, he, he created a lot of light bulbs that did not work. I mean, like thousands of light bulbs that didn't work. He drew up the plans. He went to he went to prototype. Um, he created all of these different things, and I'm I'm guessing that at any given point, he probably had 10 or 15 different scenarios of what could actually work. And guess what he did? He did all of them. <laughs> I mean, and he, just, he got through them as quickly as he possibly could. And with each one, he learned. With each, with each light bulb, he learned another thing that didn't work in a, a way that he could tweak it to do something a little bit different and another way that didn't quite work, but, man, he's getting closer and closer and closer. And, and that's... I mean, that's the same thing with entrepreneurship, you know. Um, most entrepreneurs, I'm going to say this, and I, you know, although there are businesses that you can replicate and duplicate, you know, there are franchises and things that you can step into, um, even, even in the franchise scenario, there are unknowns and there are differences. There's differences in locations. There's differences in the management. There's, I mean, there's, there's so many differences that, I'm going to make a very bold statement. Every entrepreneur is a pioneer. In, in one way, shape, or form, they're a pioneer. Even if you're doing a franchise model or even if you're building a multi-level marketing you know, company or whatever, every entrepreneur is a pioneer. Your journey is going to look a little bit different. The things that you do to be successful will look a little bit different, which means you're treading new ground, which means you get to figure it out. And being willing to jump in is, is one of those huge parts of the process. So, all right. So, um, tell me your name one more time. I, th- I lost it. Oh, it's Bree. Bree. Thank you so much, Bree. Sorry about that. So, so Bree. It's nice to hear Josh's voice, by the way. Can he hear me? I, yeah, I can, Bree, yes. Oh, oh, you're both there. Okay, cool. So, so Bree, let's go through this. So take a deep breath. Let's just get grounded for a moment. As you breathe in, I just want you to imagine just light, wonderful energy, positivity, answers, inspiration. This is all yours. And as you exhale, what you want to just get rid of all the negative feelings, all the doubt, anxiety, fear, anything like that that may be holding you back. Just exhale that, breathe that right out. So when you think about entrepreneurship, what's the biggest limiting belief that's coming up for you? I'm just, um, I feel like I'm having a hard time just getting grounded when my support isn't where I need it to be. Like, I really don't want to be in Arizona, but my son is in high school, and then I have more support in Utah. I came here to visit my sister. She lives in a place that's called Quartzsite. It's in between Phoenix and L.A. I came here for support, and they had all these things going on because 
and I just feel like I just want I keep feeling like I have to be I have to get everything lined up and and you know I've started lately trying to make some moves towards things I want to do and designing it and writing things out but I just feel like trying to get grounded I I still am not clear because I feel like it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I mean, my support's kind of scattered all over the place. It's not where I need it to be. I don't feel like I have enough support in Arizona. So I just get really frustrated because I don't really want to be here. Okay. So when you have the thought that I don't have support or I'm not supported, what's the first memory that comes to mind? I think um, I usually go younger, but I'm thinking high school. Sure. Um, my my parents didn't ever come to any of my events. I was on the gymnastics team and. They just didn't come to anything, and they didn't. My dad drove me to seminary, but they didn't. There wasn't really a lot of nurturing support. It was pretty much. It was like I was on my own in a way. Okay. Even though you know I still lived at home and I was a kid, but okay. So I'm thinking maybe my even my freshman year, you know, just. Not so usually I come up with one moment, but I don't know. It's kind of just That's okay. Let's just explore this for a minute. So you're okay. fourteen years old. You're fourteen years old. Your parents, you know, will take you and drop you off, but that's not that's not the support that you're looking for. Yeah, it was just um I felt like it was minimal, you know, there wasn't a lot of acknowledging or building up or Emotional support. It was just, you know, and then of How course there was, sorry. No, go ahead. Just, um, I would get in trouble when I got home for things that I didn't even do. Okay. So there was just, you know, some of that too, the scapegoat thing. Okay. So how did that make you feel? I just didn't feel loved by my parents. Okay. So can we take this a, a step further for just a moment? Are you are you okay taking this a step further? Mhm. Yes. Okay. Okay. So when you have the thought, I'm not loved. What was the first? What's the first memory that comes to mind? Well, it was a it's a birth thing because I was adopted at birth. Okay. So, what's the memory? Just all the confusion around it, being born and then being taken from my mother and handed to other people, and okay. It just feels like a big blur of where, you know, as as a baby coming in the world, just I didn't 
it was confusing and I didn't know where I belonged. All right. So with these experiences and feeling like you didn't know where you belonged or, or you didn't feel loved, what decisions have you made about yourself? Um, that belief definitely shows up. Um, even now, just trying to figure out, you know, I want to be near family, but I want to be near friends that are supportive. Okay. And I, um, I think it's the same belief, just not knowing where I belong. Okay. And just not feeling accepted, which is the experience I had this last week. So that's why a lot of it got triggered because I went to be with family and then brother-in-law didn't really seem to want me here. I wanted to spend time with my sister. and So that feeling definitely came up, just not feeling accepted in family. Okay. So this belief is showing up for you a lot. So I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to imagine, I want you to imagine for a moment as a baby, as a young infant, not understanding everything, of course, observing it all, you're taking it all in, everything that we experience, no matter what our age is, is imprinted in our subconscious. We, we, don't, we, never, we never get rid of it until we consciously decide to create new beliefs around it. So here you were a baby and you were put up for adoption. What did you what what decision did you make about yourself? That my parents didn't love me. Okay. okay. So I'm gonna ask you, who do you trust implicitly? Heavenly Father. Okay. Can you invite Heavenly Father into your space for a moment? And um, does he love you? Yes. Does he, do you trust him? Yes. So as a baby here, what would he say to you in this moment? I love you so much and you are not alone and there's more love than you can see and sometimes you won't see it but it's there and I will send you special angels to support you through this experience and the love is right there if you're not feeling it just ask and the love is inside of you, and I am with you always. Yeah. Bri, are, are you accepted? Yes. Are you supported? Yes. Okay. Who else besides Heavenly Father accepts and supports you? Um, my Savior, okay. Heavenly Mother, 
angels, okay. family, ancestors. How about you? Working on it <laughs> for the most part. Okay. Do you get to choose? Do you get to choose it? Yes. Okay. Say, I, I accept me. I accept me. I support me. I support me. I am powerful in showing up for myself. I am powerful in showing up for myself. How does that feel? It feels really good. So what's your new belief? I accept me. And I I am supporting my I am supporting me and I am powerful in supporting yeah. myself. I am creative. Yeah. I'm a powerful creator. Yeah, you are. Do you feel the shift? Yes. So I'm with this new belief... I'm more powerful than any situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like, you know, the situation sometimes can be overwhelming and I have to it remind can, myself... It, it can be if we want it to be. Right. Right? We get to choose whether it's going to overwhelm us or not. And, and being the powerful individual that you are, being the supported individual who you are, that means that you get to show up for who? For me. You get to show up for you. You get to accept you. And does that give you a different space to act from? Yes. With that, with that feeling, can you accomplish anything? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. That's, that's exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're so I was going to say, I'm learning the hard way, too. Sometimes you have to ask, you know, when you might need help with a particular, with certain things. And I think sometimes... Sure. We forget to ask. I know I have had that challenge. You know, yeah. I think that's part of this decision making too. Absolutely. But I love knowing. I love this. Thank you for guiding me in this. You're welcome. Thank you, Bree, for being vulnerable and jumping on. Thank you. And you're welcome, Josh. I've been wanting. Wanna... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, Stephen, I've been wanting to do a breakthrough with you. Oh, thank you. So thank you. You're welcome. Really, really appreciate it. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Josh, is there anything else you'd like to to kind of round round up the call with as we're talking about entrepreneurship and uh, creating the life that we want here? Uh, I I think that, again, it's, it's taking those next steps. If I could drive home any point... It's just taking those next steps. And, and Bree, as, as you've created this new belief, I invite you to, to make a next step and to do that. Do that today. Um, okay. Something that you what, – what is something you can do today to show how you show up for yourself? Um, well, get clear about this decision because right now I can either go down to California and take care of something down there that I want to look at or I can go back and – take care of some th- things in Phoenix. So that's part of why, you know, I was drawn to this, like making this, you know, getting clear about this decision because I'm right at a crossroads where I could go either way, you know, and take care of one, 
certain things one way or certain things the other way. You know, so I just awesome. I think getting clear about <clears throat> where I like just making that decision and being clear and which is the priority right now would be awesome. the best will, will step you I do could that make. today? Will you make yes. that decision today? Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so wow. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and and that uh, I think goes to all of us. We have decisions that are in queue. Make it today. Find find good books. Be reading them, listening to them. Uh, there's a whole list. At the end of the Conscious Creator Workbook, there's a whole list of great books. So if you don't know somewhere to start, read. start reading those. Uh, and then once you're through those, Talk to any of us uh, as mentors, and we can give you a list of another 50 to 100 that have changed our lives as well. Um, I think those two two key things, fill your life with good content. Uh, coming to Limitless is a great way to do that. And then uh, doing something today um, are, the, are the two biggest keys to my success, having done those. Awesome. Well, Josh, I want to say a huge thank you to you. I really appreciate you jumping on and, and uh, giving the tribe some of your time. Uh, it's been super valuable to learn how, do we, how we can all develop that, that inner entrepreneur, how we can be more successful, the steps that we can take to do so. It's, it's been a pleasure to have you on the call today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stephen. I've appreciated being here. Yeah. And everyone else, Let's rock it. Let's have an awesome week. This is a fantastic opportunity. Invite people that you know or you feel strongly can benefit from what we offer here at Strongbrook. Like, or excuse me, at Limitless. Get them on this call. Um, have, them, have them join us. If they, if they want to you know, test drive or, or experience what it could be like, have them jump on. But, but even more importantly, I would say do what Josh suggested. Um, tell them, hey, I'm part of a mentoring group and and uh, we love to give out heartfelt compliments. Can I give you one? And wait for them to say yes, and then do it. And then, and then tell them the greatness that you see in them, and then invite them to come. Invite them to be part of what we do here. And uh, I've seen so many lives just transform, and that's one of the beautiful things I love about Limitless is, is we, get to, we get to be a part of transforming lives on a daily basis, and it's just... It's just amazing. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for all of your contributions. Everyone have a fantastic week, and I'd love to end this call with our traditional massive, huge I Am Limitless. Would it be long enough? I mean, it would be too late. Don't you think? I Am Limitless. One, two, three. I Am Limitless.